she got home and she's staring like at me, but like just past me. And there's like a table behind me. And she's like, did you get Chick-fil-A? I love Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, there's nothing out in front of me that looks like Chick-fil-A. And then she's like, oh, that's a Target bag. Yeah. They look the same-ish. Do they? Chick-fil-A bags are white and have red on them. Oh, yeah. then they do. Yeah. I thought they were brown. That's why I was confused. Yeah. Chick-fil-A has white bags to represent the purity of Christianity. Ah, that'll do it. Anyway. That's a lie. I lied to you. I don't know why the bags are white. Probably, and but the red is fun. to show the blood of Christ. <laughs> the body and blood. Blood. The, the white body of Jesus. Christ bled into these chicken nuggets for you. You better eat them, you ungrateful bitch. Some content may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back. Anyways, welcome back to the podcast. We're in a basement. We are in a basement. Pancake is here. She's tippy-tapping around. Pancake's a dog. Colin's... Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm Colin. Um, I'm Sierra. Allegedly humans. I don't know what I am anymore, but I do know that my one pronoun, I have one singular pronoun, and it's ew. <laughs> ew? Ew. Or ugh. Ugh. <laughs> so, Archie, the cat, is mm-hmm. here. Under Sierra's chair, yes, currently. Perfect. And you Annabelle, the roommate, yes. also allegedly human, is here. Yeah. So I quit my job about over a month ago when this comes out. And Colin decided to call me in the middle of the most stressful Instacart run of my <laughs> entire fucking life. Because all the lady wanted was blackberries and raspberries. They were brandless. And all it had like in the little picture was like just a plastic container of these berries right (laughs) and i was freaking out because this woman wasn't using the app she was using instacart.com on her internet web and computer at home and she like couldn't respond like that you know because it wasn't on her phone and so i was like blowing this lady up trying to figure out if I could replace her strawberries and her raspberries and her fucking blackberries with all this other shit. And then she was like, oh, when you're making replacements or whatever or substitutions, just keep in mind that my son has a peanut allergy and we don't, and we're also allergic to chocolate. And I was like, oh, word, I can do that. Like, no fucking problem. Cool. And then, like, I scroll down the list a little bit. A jar of peanut butter and then one of those squeezable things of peanut butter. I was like, you're trying to kill your kid. (laughs) Like, I don't get it. Those directions make no sense. But she didn't say, she didn't just say peanuts. She said nuts. We're allergic to nuts and chocolate. Okay, and then I so, had to buy golden Oreos for well, that. Well, is, are so nuts good. legumes or is it just peanuts? Because that could be the, who fucking cares? Yeah. Those were unclear instructions. Yeah. It was really confusing. I only had to deliver it a mile away from the grocery store, which was really nice. And I was shopping in a King Super, so I like already knew where stuff was. Then I just fucking busted another one out, and it was on the way home. I was like, this is perfect. Perfect. I'm so good. I would have just been like, you're complicated. You're going to be on the oh phone with me live. <laughs> well, but that's the problem. I can't just call them. Right. Because they they were yeah. using Instacart. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash Instacart. www.instacart.com. Gosh. Forward slash. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Anyways, are you ready? 
Put your seatbelt on. I am. I am. I gotta unbuckle it first. We still haven't learned to unbuckle it. No, we're never gonna learn. Get in. Come on. Let's go. All right. Perfect. So when I was thinking about topics to do this week, I was like, oh, I'll do a conspiracy corner. But we already kind of did a conspiracy corner like one or two episodes ago, like at the end, like Uh the back half. So I was like, I'll I'll wait on the conspiracy corner. We'll do something else. We'll figure it out. You tease. So um, how do you feel about the Pope? I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) I was like, I should do an episode on the Pope. I I watched like three videos about him this morning. Just randomly. We're not talking about the Pope. How do you feel about the position of Pope? <laughs> I saw a meme about the Pope this morning, too. Okay. Um, I, okay. Pope on the brain. Pope on the brain. Pope is on the brain. Okay. I think it's interesting. I think humans interpreting text that is supposed to be the core of your faith, whatever, yeah. can go really poorly, you know? Yeah, well... Or when you have a person in charge of saying... This is what the church believes. This is what our values are. Also, and this is how to interpret those values. Well, and also I'm a direct line to God. So everything that I say is true. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be problematic. Right. Unless you have decent humans. Pee and cake. Which Stop. a lot of the times in religion, choosing a decent human doesn't mean choosing someone that honors right. human rights. Right. Or animal welfare. Yeah. Or... Just things that make our world a happier place. Well, lucky for you, we're going to talk about bad popes. Yay! (laughs) We're going to talk about three bad popes in particular. And this has nothing to do with religion. It literally, the only religious thing that you need to know about is that pope is a thing. The pope is a thing in Catholicness. Yeah. And... That's it. We're not going to talk about religion or anything else the rest of this episode. We're just going to talk about these three fucking crazy popes. Okay? Bad <laughs> crazy popes. popes. Bad boys club of the popehood. Okay? So, we're going to start easy. We're going to ease into it. So, the first pope that we're going to talk about is Pope Benedict the Ninth. He was just a little guy. I'm he not was even... the ninth. Ninth. He was a ninth of a guy. He was a little guy. Like, I'm not even kidding you. He was a, he was a little <laughs> dude because he entered the popehood at age 11 or 12. What the hell? I'm sorry. Also. Okay. Also, wait. <laughs> do you baptize someone before 11? I don't know. Do you? Wait, you don't baptize this isn't Christian? About, this isn't about religion. I don't know. <laughs> okay, wait. What is it? What is the? Is it a baptism for Catholic people? It's called I, waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I think baptism in this is the same in with Catholics. That's what I thought. Because I'm a, I was raised a Christian. I got um, christened. It's like standard practice. I know at least for Christians to like have if you're in a church when your baby is born to have it like your newborn baptized. Like that's the whole thing. Okay. I we didn't find our church until I was like almost ten. I want to say so. Like I didn't get baptized until I was eleven, which was really weird because I was the only like grown child that i had seen get baptized at my gotcha i had only ever seen like gotcha and infants. they only had a baby size pool so <laughs> no literally it's like ass up there. this big but for us they would just like splash a little bit on your like forehead area yeah. it wasn't like a whole thing that'll I do love it love it when like priests and like other people just fucking dunk the kid <laughs> i think it's so funny anyways that doesn't matter it doesn't matter if he's been baptized or not but it's, he's 11 <laughs> he's never led so, a church okay he's never What's the? He was born in 1022. Oh, right. So he's middle age. <laughs> if he's 11. 
Right. So life expectancy, first of all. And second of all, that was a thousand years ago. Yeah. So just have fun with that if you want. Okay. The thing that I do like about the church is they keep really good records. Yeah. Whether they're accurate or not is yeah. another thing, yeah. but they do keep really good records. Yeah. Okay. So he was given the role of Pope in 1032. Um, so young Pope, just a little guy. He's in charge of how you should eat, sleep, pray, and love. Burgers every night. <laughs> so I want chicken nuggets every night and I don't want to <laughs> eat the broccoli. And I want it on one of those animal plates for kids that have the different sections, <laughs> sir. The, the, yeah. The zoo books of plates. Yes. <laughs> so um, apparently it was rumored that Benedict's father, who was an influential count, secured him the position. John the 19th, who was the current pope, was Benny's uncle. So we have the current pope, John the 19th, and we have Benedict, our little boy, and this was before Benedict got the Popehood. Yeah. So John died. John the 19th died. Right. And Benedict became Pope at like 11 or 12. Okay. And Benedict's father bribed the electing committee to get his son to be <laughs> of the Of course Pope. he fucking did. So John the 19th died. Benny's dad's like, here, I'll slip you a 20. Let my kid be in charge. <laughs> and, they, and then they did. And now Benedict the 6th, 4th, 6th. Ninth. Yay, corruption. Benedict the Ninth. <laughs> I got there eventually. So Benny and the Jets. Yep. So things are good for Benny for about a year. Um, and then in 1033, about a year into Benny's papacy, an opposing faction entered St. Peter's Basilica with the idea of killing themselves the fucking Pope. They gonna get him. Fuck that kid. I don't <laughs> like that he's in charge, so we're gonna kill him. That was about 10 years after that, so Benny would be, like, 22. Or, no, I'm sorry. That was a year after, so Benny would have been, like, 12 or 13. Sorry. Gotcha. Didn't mean it. So, they couldn't just run into St. Peter's Basilica wielding a bunch of, like, pitchforks and swords. So, they're like, you know what? We'll we'll, we'll hide him in our pants. No, we'll bring a rope. <laughs> oh. We're gonna kill him with the, we're gonna kill the Pope with a rope. Rope, rope pope murder pope on a rope pope on a rope <laughs> literally so when the time came to execute their plan shit hit the fan <laughs> execute yeah shit hit the fan because of the solar eclipse that was going on now i will say science was kind of rocky back in the 1030s um <laughs> they're like oh fuck we're <laughs> and astronomy God doesn't like this right and astronomy wasn't really being taught so the naysayers, these people that were trying to go in and put rope on a pope, pope on a rope, <laughs> saw the solar eclipse and said, holy fucking shit. Like they got inside the gates. The sun turned black while they're trying to kill the telephone line to God. And so they dip out. They leave. They're like, nope, we're not doing this anymore. Never mind. I'm not going to do that. It's dark and scary. The sun turned black when I tried to kill the pope. I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. So people are always going to talk, right? Pope's still in the pope chair with his big pope hat. And they he did not become pope on a rope. Wow. Um, and there were rumors going around about the pope. That Benny kept magic books in his home, spoke with demons at night, and used his dark powers to seduce women. Which sounds... It sounds exactly like me. It sounds so cool. <laughs> I want that life. My oh house God. is just full of magic books. I can talk to demons. <laughs> and I can just seduce hot babes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
So, over the years, um, his scandalous life started to catch up with him, and in September of 1044, growing hate for him made him leave the city. He was like, all right, fine, you guys fine. are- you fine. guys are- you hate me because I'm a bachelor, Yeah, and- you guys are fucking dorks. I'm out of here. Like, whatever. Um, I'm gonna take my god card and go talk to God in a cave. By myself, and none of you guys are gonna be able to hear what he has to say. Just like Jesus. Sucks to suck. Meh. Meh. <laughs> So, a few months later, another powerful family installed their local bishop, Sylvester III, as Pope. Our boy Benny was, he heard about it. He was like, what the fuck? I'm the Pope. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm talking to God. Yeah. This guy can't talk to God too, only me. I'm the only one. That's not fair. I had it first. So, he is pissed, and he shows up two months later, walks right back in, excommunicates Sylvester III, reinstates himself as the Pope. Love that. (laughs) So, real white man energy here. Yeah. No kidding. White man in his teens. He's a... Oh, yeah. He's still, like, a teenager. 1044, sorry. So, this is 10 years after... So, he would be in his 20s. Okay. Yeah. So, Benny is a Pope again. So, double Pope. Um, And then two months later, he was no longer Pope again. So, double not Pope. <laughs> Wait. So he So how did that happen? So, is there a story or did he just Um Poof. No Pope. No Pope. Nope Pope. Just no Pope. Nope is Pope is. No Pope. No Pope. <laughs> Wait, nothing happened? Nothing. I don't know. I do not know. Do okay. not know. Sorry. Um so he hands the papacy off to his godfather. All the papas of the papacy. Uh-huh. Papacy. <laughs> so he hands the papacy off to his godfather, who becomes Pope Gregory the Sixth, after giving Benny a lot of fucking money. Grope Peggery. So Benny basically sold Grope Peggery the seat to the Popehood. To of the course. Pope, it, how? To the Popeliness. Uh, for how much? I don't know, but a lot. Probably. Yeah. Jeez. Some people think that Benedict stepped away from the papacy because of how unpopular he was. Others have speculated he wanted to get married, a thing Pope can't do. Pope ah. can't do. Popes can't do. He's a horny little teen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duh. He's like... You're 14. Give me change <laughs> to go buy that fire truck. I want women. Yeah. I want to go buy that fire truck, that new fucking Hot Wheels, and I want to hit on the babe at the counter. Give me your money. Mm-hmm. I'm done being Pope. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. <laughs> I don't like it. Also, there was speculation that he used the money that his godfather gave him, or that he took from his godfather when he sold the Popehood. He used that money to fund his wedding. (laughs) Clever. So, yeah, Benedict is a good time. So then, um, Benedict retreated to his family property near Tuscaloom. Not really sure, like, what he did there, but he did something. Whittled, missed his big hat. I don't know. Um, so don't worry, though, because in November of 1047, three years later, he returned to Pope and made himself Pope again. Did he? Okay. What did he do with Pope Peggery? Triple Pope. Yeah. I don't know. Is that just? Yeah. He just walked in and said, you know what? You know Thanks what? for I keeping the God seat warm. Bever. Yeah. Be- Bever. I talked to God Bever. I you do. <laughs> My mom says that I talk to God a lot better than you do, so I think that I should be able to come back in the club. Ew. Yeah, so Benedict said, thanks for keeping the seat warm. Thanks for funding my wedding. Get out. I'm the Pope. (laughs) Again, triple Pope. Oh, no. Triple. Triple Pope. Triple Pope. 
So then, uh, less than a year later, Henry III ejected him from the throne. So, good. Tight. And Benedict went back home again to Tusculum, um, where he insisted the entire fucking time that he was the rightful pope. <laughs> so he's just talking to nobody. Oh, no. Because we don't know if he had, like, family or anything like that. Just wandering around his little farm or whatever, telling all the rabbits. Yeah, I'm, I'm the pope. I'm the pope. I'm the pope. <laughs> God told me I'm the Pope and you can't say otherwise. Easter's about me, yeah. not you. <laughs> Stupid rabbit. You're supposed to give me gifts on Christmas. <laughs> oh, and then he died about 10 years later. So wow, wow. he was just wandering around being like, I'm the fucking Pope. I'm the fucking Pope for 10 years and then died. So his legacy is that he was the first Pope to sell the position to the highest bidder. Um, Why was that even allowed? But like, that doesn't sound bad because if you think about it in like capitalist 2022 like vibes, you know, selling shit for other shit. Shady okay, shit so goes on all Jeff the time. Bezos becomes Pope. That's a good idea. No. So Jeff jumps into the position of no, controlling I'm all the not Catholics. Advocating for Jeffrey Marie Elizabeth Bezos. I am advocating for Pope Benedict Marie Elizabeth the sixth ninth. That's who I, I'm advocating for our boy. Do what you gotta do. Sell the seat, get some babes, <laughs> die on a farm. What's weird is he leaves to get married, and then he's like, okay, I'm done macking on the babes. Yep. I'm going to come back. Yeah. I want to be Pope again. That's why he's a bad Pope. I he was follow a- the rules again. He- <laughs> I talked to all the prettiest girls, and I'm kind of sick of all of them now. I'm bored now. So. so. And my mom told me that I can do whatever I want because I'm a direct line to God. <laughs> so yeah don't like him so a few critics reviews um saint peter damien a contemporary cardinal judged benedict the ninth as a quote demon from hell in the disguise of a priest oh, unquote <laughs> according to both allies and enemies he hosted orgies at the official lateran palace and to make matters worse these orgies involved other men and animals as well okay can I give him a star rating? Yes. Give me a five-star rating of Pope Benny the Ninth. I would give him a two out of five star okay. rating. What would your Yelp review be? Because he would be a one star. Okay. But he sounded like a fucking riot. <laughs> and he involved men in his orgies, which, like, tight, you know. Yeah, you might be fucking a cow or you might be fucking a dude. You oh. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nice to call women cows. <laughs> uh yeah so that's pope benedict the ninth pretty tame right so that was on our first card in our three hand three (laughs) card hand of Of bad popes popes. (laughs) so let's talk about another pope this pope's name was pope alexander the sixth his italian name was rodrigo borgia and he served as pope from 1492 until 1503 So, Alexander, I'm going to be calling him Alexander for the rest of this, not Rodrigo. So, Alexander was the member... Can call him Rod? No. (laughs) Alexander was the member of the powerful Spanish Borgia family and would become known for his corruption and whether or not he was truly morally bankrupt. Oh, tight. (laughs) Um, He's also listed on a Wikipedia article titled, List of Sexually Active Popes. So, yeah. You're going to have right. to pay that one of the so, later. <laughs> Alexander studied law at Bologna and 
I know. He, he has a <laughs> he has a degree. He has a degree in of Delhi law meets. from Bologna. 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 <laughs> um, and on February twenty second, fourteen fifty six, he was created a cardinal by his uncle, now Pope Cali- Calictus. Girls. No, Calictus. I did a typo. Uh, Pope Calictus the third, as vice chancellor of the Roman Catholic Church, Alexander amassed enormous wealth, and despite a severe rebuke from a different pope that we're going to talk about later, Pope Pius II, he lived as a Renaissance prince. So Alexander was just fucking living the life. And he loved the arts, bitch. Let me fucking tell you. He was a big supporter of the arts. Big art guy. Fuck yeah. Want to know how we know that? He hired Michelangelo to draw plans for the rebuilding of St. Peter's Basilica. Tight. Big about the arts. I have a lot of money. I'm a little horny. Let's get some art. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so when Alexander was a cardinal, he did some straight up shady fucking shit. Um, he lined his pockets by committing simony. Would you like to guess what simony is? Collecting people named Simon? No. Oh. Playing Simon Says with your, your no. church or church people? No. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> your pew people? No. What do you call that? Your he, congregation? No, he was selling, like, church offices. <laughs> so he was selling like cardinal hoods and shit like that. Simony. Yeah. Like S I M O N. Why? No. Why? Just why? Simony. Simony. <laughs> he was making Simony. Yeah. So um, he was also into some pretty freaky stuff. So author William Manchester notes that Pope Pius once attended one of the cardinal's parties and noticed that, quote, none of the allurements of love was lacking, unquote, and that despite all of the beautiful women of Siena being in attendance, none of their male counterparts were there. Pope Pius said that this was done, quote, in order that lust be unrestrained, unquote. Oh, so he's like, I don't want you to bring your husbands in case one of you is in love with me. Yeah. Party Pope. Party Pope. Party Cardinal. He's not a Pope yet. Alexander. That was just one of his Cardinal parties. Wait until we fucking talk about his Pope parties, bitch. Oh my God. His big Pope parties. Um, So Alexander's lust would remain unrestrained well beyond his Cardinal years. He was horny the entire time. And while some of his seedier actions are still subject to speculation, the fact that he fathered four children with a married Roman noblewoman is pretty cut and dry. Uh, Manchester says that Alexander's, quote, enjoyment of the flesh was enhanced when the woman beneath him was married, particularly if he had presided at her wedding. Breaking any commandment excited him, but he was partial to the seventh. Unquote. Okay. So, so the <laughs> thing about the- f- these dudes. <laughs> okay. There's two things that are on my mind. Okay. First of all, the thing about flesh. Yeah. Gross? Why would you say it like that? Because old times. Right. Okay. The right. You don't want to say titties and- I don't think Puss. I ha- yeah. yeah. Mound. Mound. <laughs> <laughs> Moist mound. Moist mound. Mound. Ugh. I have three mounds. The candy? <laughs> of candy. Almond mounds. Yes, almond mounds. Um, no, mounds are coconut. Dark oh, chocolate. Almond joy. Ah. Are they the same company? Oh my God. They're similar, aren't they? You know what they should do? I'm sorry. Hang on a second. <laughs> Shut up. You know what they should do? <laughs> They should combine. They should combine. Combine. Am I okay? Combine Almond Joy and Mounds and call them All Mounds. <laughs> All Mounds Joy. <laughs> That's an actual 
property is mine. No one else can have it. It's mine. <laughs> the All Mounds Joy Brothers Band. <laughs> In a basement. <laughs> the All Mound Joy's Brothers Band. <laughs> like the Almond Brothers, but the All Mounds Joy Brothers. <laughs> This is stupid. Okay, okay, okay. Um, The other half of this was that I was like, wait a minute, on the whole Pope thing with the flesh that you were talking about. So his kink was breaking the rules. Mm -hmm. So he really liked, one, sinning, Mm -hmm. and two, cucking. Cucking. Literal (laughs) cucking. (laughs) If you don't know what cuck means, look it up. It's not my problem. I'm not explaining that to you. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so, so far, the only problem that I see yeah. is the whole simony thing. Okay. Like, you shouldn't be selling offices like but that. You- but the other stuff, I'm like, okay, the church is closed-minded. Sure, he's right. got, like, a position of power, yeah. so he shouldn't be, like, fucking people under him. Well, he shouldn't be fucking people, period. That's the whole, like, religion of it. No, if you're, but, like, a but cardinal or if a pope, we ignore the fact, like, okay, in terms of, like ethics okay a pope having sex like that's bad for the church right that's against their rules but like there's not really like who are you hurting god oh right (laughs) um (laughs) jesus but my point is like unless you're sexually assaulting people under you which it sounds like he was doing i don't know what i'm doing it just gets worse here we go So, um, Alexander actually becomes Pope. Yay, congrats. And he was not shy about how much he loved women. He loved women. He loved their bodies. He was just a fucking dude. He was just a literal fucking dude, you know? Young, dumb, and full of cum. And William Manchester, the author I brought up before, says that guests at the papal parties (laughs) were said to have been greeted by living statues, glittering men and women, frozen in X-rated poses. Porno palace. Porno pope palace. Wait, 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 wait. Real humans frozen? Yes, Naked. So he was like... Not Medusa-ing fro- these no, people? No, no, not frozen. He was just like, hey, you're hot. Take all your clothes off. Stand in this position oh, and stand there okay. for hours while people come into my party. I thought he was like putting them in ice and no. like... No. Like ice carvings, but... No, uh, an like author a lot wrote that, so it's all easier. like artsy and... Ooh. Yeah, frozen. No, but literally, <laughs> porno Pope Palace. Just naked people just lounging all over Michelangelo each Michelangelo can do it. Yeah. Why can't I? Yeah, exactly. So, the most insane part of this story, it's my favorite part, is called The Banquet of the Chestnuts. Now, I want you to guess. I'll give you three guesses of what The Banquet of the Chestnuts is. It is a prostate cancer awareness campaign. (laughs) They have testing. Uh Uh-huh. And they also offer a bunch of different services. Education. It's a fucking conference about prostate cancer. This is in, like, the 1490s, so I'm going to give you a hard no. I'm so sorry. Try again. It was a prostate sex convention. (laughs) Prostate (laughs) sex convention. Yeah. Have sex with my prostate. And my prostate only. Don't touch anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't like that. Get off the prostate, dude. Get off the nuts. You said chestnut. Yeah, chestnuts. Oh. Multiple. Come on, sis. Third guess. Let's go. It was just an orgy. So, okay. So, this whole thing was documented by this guy named Johannes Bruchard, who was admittedly not a fan of the bourgeois family. Mm -hmm. 
Um, some historians and even his contemporaries have dismissed this as outright slander, but Bruchard claims to have witnessed this, so we're doing it anyways. Right. If well, we... also, like, who said that it's slander? The church? Someone adjacent to the church? Historians. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. But it's more fun when we believe that this is true and that it happened, okay? So the banquet of the chestnuts was allegedly arranged by the Pope's illegitimate son, Cesar, who Alexander had named a cardinal because nepotism. The banquet of the chestnuts was rumored to contain decadent wine and food, invigorating music and dance, and an unending orgy with Rome's most exclusive courtesans. What's a courtesan, you may ask? Prostitute. Old-timey prostitute. So... We just keep changing the name. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. So, Bruchard says that among the guests, both Pope Alexander and his illegitimate daughter were in attendance. So, he has both of his daughter and his son's like, Dad, I'm going to throw you a fucking banging party. <laughs> and the Pope's like, all right, cool. I'm going to bring your sister. It gets a little weird. Okay, so anyways. <laughs> cool. What? <laughs> Dad, no. I'm throwing you a party. Cool. Bring your sister. Yeah. No, Dad brought his sister. Oh, so yeah. it would have been, yeah. I'm going to bring your aunt. Yeah. No. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Wait. Is it his daughter or not? It's his daughter. I'm going to bring my daughter. Okay. There you go. Your sister. Which is, yes. Thank you. <laughs> my God. Thanks for throwing me this sex party. I'm going to bring your sister. Yeah. Yeehaw. <laughs> yeah. We're, in, we're in Rome. <laughs> but yeehaw. Um, so anyways... After dinner, the guests enjoyed the company of 50 courtesans who danced their clothes off. Literally. They danced their fucking pants off. Bruchard said that their garments fell away with each passing hour until they were completely nude. Yay. Woohoo. Once their clothes were off, the games with the chestnuts began. Now I want you to guess <laughs> what they did with the chestnuts. I don't think I want to guess. Just guess. You gotta. I'll give you two guesses. You don't have to come up with three. They threw them like tomatoes. Where? At who? At the stage. Oh, okay. There's a stage, I presume. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I'm no. guessing. Um, I don't know, something sexy? It was Sexual? sexy. Let's mm -hmm. talk sexy. <laughs> so, Bruchard detailed how eager clergymen would throw chestnuts on the floor for the naked courtesans to acquire. <laughs> they would crawl on their arms and knees. Bend and snap. And pick up the chestnuts with their mouth. What the fuck? <laughs> then, <laughs> then the sexual contest would begin. Yeah. <laughs> Where clergymen would have to endure in sexual intercourse. Oh, no. <laughs> they have to endure the sex with the ladies. <laughs> fuck. Whoever lasted the longest was considered the winner. Okay. But it's also interesting because it also was said that whoever had the most orgasms was the winner. So. Yeah. It's a prize. I mean, that's pretty fair. <laughs> I mean, you could you could have two prizes. Yeah. Did they get two gift baskets to Ikea? <laughs> Ikea. A cheese basket. Cheese and chocolate basket. That's what I meant. Anyways, um, as guests began to pair off with their courtesans, quote, Servers kept score of each man's orgasms, for the Pope greatly admired virility and measured a man's machismo by his ejaculative capacity. 
After oh everyone gosh. was exhausted, His Holiness distributed prizes. <laughs> Can you imagine being an old timey food service worker and then you like are catering this big, this <laughs> they all chestnut start party? Fucking, and, then, and you're like, what the and hell? And then suddenly everyone's naked, and then suddenly the Pope's like, hey. Count everyone's orgasms. But also, pick up these chestnuts with your mouth. <laughs> no, no, but I'm talking the servers. Yeah. Oh, were the servers also the courtesans? No. No, okay. I don't think so, but no. I can't imagine. <laughs> so stupid. It's ridiculous. Our special today. I love. <laughs> chestnut soup. The banquet of the chestnuts, dude. It sounds fun. Yeah, like, right? I don't hear about orgies enough, you yeah, know? Yeah, especially associated with the Catholic Church. Most of the time when you say sex in Catholic Church, we're talking about, like, rape. You know? Like, no. The adults need to have more fun with each other. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Would you like to know what prizes they won? I would love to. Okay. Cloaks, boots, caps, and fine silken tunics. Oh, my God. So, he was... Okay, I bet this is how it went. Okay, best performance, you. All right. Who lasted the longest? You. Who had that many orgasms? You. Have tunics. And that's how he did it. You know? I don't think <laughs> one person won all that shit. That wouldn't be fair. All yeah. that fucking for what? Yeah. You, know? you get a tunic for every time you come. Yeah. <laughs> the comic. I'm sorry. Anyways, so Alexander's life after this whole banquet of the chestnuts thing. Oh, there's only two ever documented banquet of the chestnuts. Because after that, he and it to... is still considered the most decadent, like lavish party ever thrown for the time. Yeah, that's crazy. The Great Gatsby of the medieval century, <laughs> if we really think about it. Yeah, probably yeah. not as much coke. Probably not. Or alcohol. Eh, well, maybe. anyways, um, so Alexander's life remained like pretty thoroughly saucy the entire time. Yeah, he would go even when he was like older. He would go on to pick up another married noblewoman and was believed to have fathered in total seven to nine children, which for all the orgies he was having, there's probably no birth control back then. Yeah. We're probably so all related. Lucky. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're all descendants of Alexander the <laughs> third. I'm a product of <laughs> Alexander's yeah. chestnut party. Yes. So even at the age of 62, Alexander, quote, still possessed the power of drawing women to him as a magnet draws iron. Unquote. Oh, my Lanta. So Alexander's papacy ended in 1503 because he died. <laughs> um, his death was likely caused by malaria or the plague, though some hold the belief that he was poisoned considering he had a pretty nasty habit of sleeping with married women. Yeah. He was sleeping with married women and then these dudes were getting mad and being like, why are you fucking mad? I don't care if you're the Pope. Yeah. Have some rat poison, Alex. <laughs> um, that doesn't seem unreasonable to me. I'm just saying. So now we can check off Pervy Pope on our weird things we know about list. Yeah. And we can give him a, a, a star review. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give him four out of five stars. Yeah? You really think so? Yes. Okay. And the reason I'm taking one away... Is because he was in a position of power and probably some of the sex was not consensual. Second reason that I'm taking away that full star for the five star rating is because he was selling church rolls, which like yeah. doesn't seem like a good option. Yeah. You don't want Jeff Bezos in church yeah. roll. But you don't care that he was doing all that fucking as the Pope? No. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, like. God, 
I just told you this. God cares, Colin. <sighs> okay, yeah. God but, and Jesus Christ. I don't I'm know. Sorry. I guess <laughs> this is also like having sex has become a very like it's it's not all about creating children and reproduction. Yeah, now it's it, just fun. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm sure it was a lot worse back then. Yeah. But in today's terms. But like just a group of people fucking for fun back in like the 1490s. Yeah, it's an orgy. Hell yeah. Yeah. I want to hear about more orgies. Uh-huh. Please. Tell us, Pope Francis, if you're listening right now. <laughs> it's not Pope Francis. <laughs> I don't want to go to a Pope orgy. <laughs> With Pope Francis. <laughs> I just want to go to a regular orgy. I don't want to go to a Pope orgy. <laughs> Gross. We all have to get married first. Yeah. And then I'll go to a <laughs> Okay, so let's go to our last stop on the Icky Pope train. We've been having so much fun this whole time. The Poopy Pope we're, train. We're slowly collecting our trading cards. Yeah. Of the Popes. Um, so this is the last one we'll talk about. So we are going back to the year 891. Dang. Yeah. Um, it starts with a guy named Formosus, who became the Pope <laughs> that year. Formosus. Formosus. It's Namamoso. It's Formosus. <laughs> He's the Pope Formosus. Yeah. Formosus. <laughs> Some of us, Mosas. <laughs> um, okay. So he becomes the Pope in 891. Yay. Congrats. Perfect. Yay. So, welcome Pope. <laughs> welcome Pope. So, this guy was kind of slimy. Um, not only was he the Pope at the Vatican, but he was also still a bishop in Porto, Italy. And holding two positions was illegal. So, already a little bit of a naughty Pope. A little bit naughty. Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty Pope. Lucky for him, no one really gave a fuck. So, around 892, Formosus was being pressured by the emperor. Also, he's the pope. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Right. So, Formosus was being pressured by the emperor of Rome, Guido of the Spoleto (laughs) family, to crown his son, Lambert, as co-ruler. So, let me lay this out for you again, because there's a lot of people here. So. You know I need that. The emperor of Rome is named Guido. Uh Uh-huh. Guido has a son, Lambert. Uh-huh. Formosus, the Pope, was being pressured by Guido to make his son a ruler, an emperor, yeah. whatever. So Formosus was not having it. And Guido died a few years later. So his son was presumably expected to be emperor and enjoyed his time in the sun. Like, in between his dad dying and the next crowning of the emperor, he was having a great time. He was like, my dad just died. I'm going to be king now. This is exactly what I wanted. Like, we didn't even have to pressure the Pope. Cool. Yeah. So, Formosus did some shady fucking shit, though, and appointed someone else named Arnulf as the king of the Franks. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. So, Lambert was like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) Come on, man. That was mine. And the Spoleto family are like, we need revenge. We need it. We need it. We got to do it. We, we're going we're gonna to come up with a plan. But before they could, Pope Formosus died of natural causes in April of 896. The end. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's not it. There's way more. <laughs> I was like... There's way more. So... <laughs> he didn't die. No, he died. <laughs> and then on Easter, he opened his cave and came out into the world again. No. No. He died. And Pope Bonaf... Okay, B O. N-I-F-A-C-E. Boniface? 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 
Bonafide. <laughs> bonfire. I'm going to call it Pope Bonfire. Bonafide. Bonafide killer. <laughs> <laughs> Camp Bonfire. Uh, so Pope Bonfire, the sixth, succeeded Formosus, and he died 15 days into his popacy. So people are just dying left and right. Popals. Just dying like papal. Papals. Papals. <laughs> Papals. Papals are just dying papals. left and right. <laughs> I swear pope to God. Bonfire. <laughs> so next pope, move along. That guy died, whatever. So after Pope Bonfire passed, the Spoleto family used their influence to elect Stephen the Sixth to the papacy, and it turns out Stephen was, allegedly, just as guilty as Formosus when it came to the whole ruling over two dioceses at once thing, because he had held two overlapping bishop positions in his past. <laughs> so he did the same exact shit that Formosus was doing. Yeah. And also, one of my ex-boyfriend's name is Stephen, so I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. So anyways, so Stephen could get into trouble for that. But he could also prevent any charges being thrown his way if he gained the favor of the powerful Spoleto family. Remember that the Spoleto family were not huge fans of Pope Formosus and were planning on getting revenge on him before he spoiled their fun by dying. Right, right. right. So, by one account, Pope Stephen VI and Lambert of the Spoletos conspired to bring disgrace to the deceased Formosus and have all of his acts annulled. Oh, shit. What they decided to do was put him on trial for the whole messy bishop, messy, messy bishop thing, messy bishop thing that nobody seemed to care about when he was alive. Put him on blast. So let's put a dead guy on trial. Mm-hmm. Let's put a dead guy on trial, bitch. Yes. Yay. So what did they do? They dug up the dead Pope's decaying body, dressed him in priestly attire, and placed him on the venerable seat of Roman pontiffs. Okay, that's so unnecessary, but I I like the (laughs) effort they put in there. Yeah, it's very theatrical right now. Like, it's giving a... And how long was he dead? Nine months. Okay, so So he was really gross. So he was actively decaying, and they got him out, dressed him up. That's a lot of work. Yeah. So, the way that this whole trial played out is kind of fucking insane. Um, but maybe it was everyone was... <laughs> His defense lawyer is just like, my client <laughs> has no comment. Yeah, well, oh, we'll get there. So, everyone was way too distracted by the literal dead body in the room to care about the actual, like, <laughs> no trial. fucking shit. The panel of judges was heavily biased and consisted of bishops who were either in Stephen's favor or too weak to oppose him. <laughs> so during... So, the... so half the jurors are, like, dying as they... Yeah, pretty much. During the trial, this is my favorite part, Stephen would work himself up into fits of rage, screaming at the lifeless corpse and mocking its <laughs> silence. <laughs> So he'd be like, why did you do it? And the corpse wouldn't answer, and he would be like, oh, look who's being quiet now. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like peeking the fuck out of the audio. But like, it's so funny, dude. So, meanwhile, while all this is Did they not realize he was dead? No, they knew. They fully knew. This man is literally just yelling at a dead body. (laughs) Does he not understand how death works? So... While Stephen was, like, screaming at this dead guy, (laughs) a teenage deacon 
Ninja was Turtle. tasked with responding on the corpse's behalf. <laughs> so they got this poor little teenager to stand behind the dead body of the guy that Steven's yelling at. And every time Steven asked a question, he would go, Um, I think he said, oh. <laughs> and he would have to answer for the dead body. Just like a regular kid, not even like someone with like magic or powers. Or legal experience. Yeah, they just went down to the 7-Eleven and just picked up the kid that was there. There's always one. You're a deacon. There's always one teenager at a 7-Eleven at any given time. Oh my god, That's a statistic I'm willing to die for. So, in the end, to no one's surprise, Formosus was found guilty of perjury and breaking canon law. The corpse was... (laughs) What'd they do, lock him up? (laughs) No, worse. (laughs) So the corpse was stripped of its fancy clothes, three of its fingers were cut off, and according to one source, it was dumped into a common grave. Ouch. Well, and that's like what the the teenager is doing as they're like burying him and cutting off his fingers. He just goes, ow. (laughs) Like really far away. Ow, not my finger. Charlie, no, my finger. So then it was said that Stephen ordered the corpse to be dug up again and thrown into the Tiber River. But then later, a little bit later, he was fished out of the river and reburied. So they buried him, dug him up, buried him again. Dug him up one more time, threw him in the river, got him out of the river, buried him again. Oh my God. <laughs> and cut off three of his They're fingers. They're like kids playing with their food. <laughs> They're just <laughs> Literally. like, oh, I guess we should put him over there now. Maybe we can avoid it for a little bit longer. You know? So following this. All of our drinking water tastes like corpse. Why is that? <laughs> yeah. mm, weird. Corpse. <laughs> Does this taste papal to you? <laughs> papal. Papal. <laughs> Yo, does this taste like Jesus or what? <laughs> they just have an infinite supply of holy water. Yeah. I no, think this is a great idea. We should start. No, we should not. <laughs> After this whole ordeal, the public begins to think that Pope Stephen was fucking nuts. Stope even. He literally just sat in a room, screamed at a corpse, <laughs> gave it a crime. Made it guilty of that crime. Yeah, but isn't he also guilty of the crime, Himself? Too? Yes. Yeah. But he was trying to work for Spoleto. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, it's all an inside job. Um, even the Spoletos distanced themselves from him, because that's how fucking nuts he was being. And Pope Stephen was eventually captured by a mob, thrown in a prison, and strangled. Okay, so your story, was it about Pope Stevie Nuts, or is it about fucking... Formosus? Formosus. We can make it about both. Okay. What would Jesus you give Formosus on a one to five? Four point five out of five. Yeah, he was a good boy. I mean, like he did a little bad, but it was like, yeah. he's just trying to he help out too much. Best. He was doing two jobs at once. Yeah, it was too much. Why well, extending yourself? You gotta learn how to say nobody. Yeah. Yeah. What about Pope Stephen? Zero stars. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He should get thrown in a river then taken out then buried then unburied then thrown in a river <laughs> then screamed at and then buried again yeah so that is our our wonderful little tour of bad popes and now we have all of our trading cards yeah all of our popely holy trading cards yep damn so that's it holy shit what do well, you think that's crazy yeah i mean there's more popes that have broken rules just like of being decent humans yeah but, but those I guess are like the bad the boys you know yeah just being they're just in the bad boys club yeah 
So, do well. you have any notes up things? Ooh, good question. Good uh, question. <laughs> oh, I have two. It's a mon- mandala effect. Okay. Do you know who Bella Porch is? Yes. I always thought it was Bella Roach. So like not. two days ago, I was like, I looked at her name. I was like, what? Yeah, that's not a Mandela effect. I think that's just your eyes <laughs> <laughs> and your brain communicating poorly. Um, this was a podcast related one. Buckling up is like a hug from your car. Okay. <laughs> Here's the other one. Okay. Cher's full name is Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Chernobyl. <laughs> Bush did Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we need to go. I need to go play more Stardew Valley. I just ha- I gotta. I need to also eat, but, you know. We need well, to start a valley. Anyways, thank you all for listening. I'm gonna get a nice and close personal for this one. Not actually. Um, But thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. Go buy our merch. Go buy our Respect Your Local Woman sticker for your car. Because everyone should be respecting their local woman. Give us five stars. If you don't, I'll report you to the Pope. Yeah, if you don't, I'm going to tell the Pope on you. I'm going to tell on you to the Pope. (laughs) I'm going to throw you in a river and chop off your fingers. (laughs) Pancake! All right, the dog knocked my mic stand. That's enough. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. Uh. Bye. (laughs) Next week, we talk about. Uh, sorry, gotta throw that in there too. <laughs>